it just had to be gone. Let me read those scriptures again. Mark 2, 10, 11, and 12. Maybe we'll get it this time. It says, but that ye may know, that means you, that the Son of Man had power. Somebody say God has power. On earth to forgive sins. He said to the one that was sick. Anybody ever been sick? The one that was sick of the palsy, the paralyzed man. He said, I say unto thee, arise. Somebody say, get up. Arise, take up your bed. Say whatever's holding you. Pick it up. And go your way into thy house. And immediately, somebody say right now. He got up took up the bed and went forth before them all in so much that they were all amazed and glorified God saying we never saw it on this fashion my brothers and sisters there are some things in life that we see and we just look at it and say I never seen nothing like that before in all your years, whether you count it, uh, you've been here for three years, four years, five years, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and we got a hundred year old man up in here. God will do some things in your life where you say, I've been here a long time and i never seen something like that before, which make you say, it just had to be God. Are oh, y'all going to pray with me? I won't keep you long this morning, but there are some things that God will do in our lives that will make us stop and do a double take and say it just had to be God. Look at this my brothers and sisters as I work this text this morning as God gives me a hallelujah morning even in the first five minutes of the text it speaks to me brother Washington because it lets me know that God can do whatever he wants to do. It gets me excited right now because as I look at the text, even as I read it again, Sister Sherry, I realized that the man was laying on the bed. The man was laying on the bed, and then Jesus said, because there are some doubters in the house, because there are some people that don't believe that I have enough power to deliver you from uh, your condition, I'm going to do something in front of them, but I'm going to also put you in a position so that you can be a part of the miracle. And I thank God that sometimes God allows us to get in on the miracle. Y'all didn't catch it, you'll catch it on your way back up Russell Cave Road. Sometimes God uses you as an instrument in a part of the miracle. You see, sometimes God got to allow you to have a sickness in order for him to heal you and allow you to be a part of the miracle. Watch this miracle text right here. In order for God to show that he has power over cancer, he got to allow some people to catch it in order for him to heal you and for you to come out like nothing never even happened and somebody got to say how is it that I see it take so many other people out but you acting like ain't a dog thing wrong with you and that's when you say it had to be God I don't know 
don't know. I don't know. I'm getting excited right here because it says, he says to them, but that you may know. He says, since you don't know, let me do something that you may know because some people say, I can show you better than I can tell you. And sometimes God says, I'm going into my show and tell mode since we're in school right now. Every now and then, uh, we got to go, sister, say to the show and tell. And so since this is Sunday, this is show and tell. And God says, I got to do a show and tell moment to somebody to let them know that I still got power on earth as well. So he says, since I got power, I don't only have power to heal people, but I also got power to forgive sins. So he said, before I raise him up, let me deal with his real issue. His real issue is sin. So I got to deal with the sin first. And once I deal with the sin, then I'm going to show you how I deal with the sickness. You miss your shop cue. He says, I'm going to deal with the sin. Then I'm going to deal with the sickness. Because if I deal with the sickness before I deal with the sin, he's going to be healed but still sick. Oh, my brothers and sisters. He says, let me deal with the sin issue first. Because if I get sin out of his life, then I ain't got to worry about him being sick. Because sin makes you sick. He says, so I'm going to cure him from sin. And then he's going to feel well enough to get out of the situation that he's in. So he says, look, he says, your sins be forgiven you. He dealt with the sin first. And they didn't believe that the sin had been forgiven. He says, well, since you didn't see that part, Sister Johnson, he said, well, let me do the demonstration part. Cause some of y'all just can't see. Uh -uh, right? So now, on, what I got to do is I got to deal with this. He says, so now, to make it plain, he says, he says, arise. In other words, get up. Take up your bed and go into your house. In other words, he says, the stuff that's been carrying you, I don't need you to uh, have something carrying you I need you to carry it and some of us been carried so long that we've been depending on what's been carrying us and God is trying to flip the script and saying you don't need the bed to carry you you got enough strength to carry the bed I, I, I wish I, I wish I could make it plain up in here. I'm trying to deliver somebody up in here. I'm trying to set free somebody up in here because you believe that the bag got to carry you all the while. But he says, no, I need you to get up and you got enough power to turn this thing around that the thing that you thought was holding you up is actually the thing that's been holding you back. Hey, come on, boy. Let me Let me get to it. I told you, I already got my hallelujah moment right there. Here it is. Here's the illustration. Let me give you my point so I can go to my seat. I feel like shouting up in here. Amen. He, he, he. It just had to be God, Sister Pat, because I see that that was a precept. First point, those of you that are following along in your notes, the precept for the curing. Uh -huh. uh, the precept is uh, they bring this man to Jesus after they hadn't done all the stuff, tearing down the, the roof and doing all of that stuff, brought him in front of Jesus. That was a, still a precept. Uh -huh. And here, there's the specifics 
of the precept, he said, I say unto thee, arise, take up your bed, go into your house. Some, some important notes, the rising, he says, arise. Christ is in the rising business. He lifts men because sin lowers men. And God got to get you to a, a standing level because sin will push you down. So he tells him to rise up. So Christ does the opposite of what sin does. Secondly, he says, uh, it's not only the rising, but the rolling. He tells him to take up his bed. This, not a, this, this bed that they're talking about in these days, this wasn't a, a, a wooden or metal frame bed like our bed, but this was like a, a, a rolled out stretcher, kind of like a mat that he would lay on. So he tells him to roll up his bed. And, and so when, when he tells him arise, roll up your bed, take up your bed, it emphasizes the responsibility for the healed one. When we are healed, we can do more and Christ expects us to do more. So he says, now that you're up, I don't need you to just leave the bed. I want you to take the bed with you. I'm going to get to that point. Why didn't he just leave the bed now that he's healed? Why couldn't he just leave the bed where it was? It's an important point that I want you to, 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 to do uh, to understand. But the third point, not only is it a rising and a rolling, but there was a returning. Look at the returning. He says, go y'all, go your way into your house. It, it wasn't something glamorous that he told him to do, but he says, go into your house. Uh, and see, he says, you need to go back home into this, this house to, to live among the Christian commun uh, community. In other words, you need to go back to church. He says, go into your home. Uh, no, no one would know better the greatness of his healing than those that was in his house because they knew that he was paralyzed. They knew the situation that he was in. And that's why, my brothers and sisters, we compel those that have fallen away from the church to come back home because we know the condition in which they were in and we try to get them to come back to the church and we compel them to come because we understand their condition. That's the best testimony of the work of Christ in his life would be in the home, not on stage in public. It is still this way with conversion. When people are converted to Christ, we tell them to go back home because at your house, people really know who you are. Let me say that again. In your house, people really know who you are. They know when you're real. They know when you're fake. They know when you're putting on the show and they know when you're being genuine. He tells them, arise, take up your bed, and walk. The Bible makes it plain. This, this man uh, had this specifics, but then uh, not only the specific, there's the submission to the precept. The man wisely submitted to the precept from Christ. Look at the promptness. It says immediately he arose. Delay in obedience would have delayed his blessing. When God commands, we got to get busy. The sooner you obey, the quicker your blessings come. But then we see the power for the submission. 
the precept from Christ gave the man the power to do the work, assign him. Whenever God calls, he will enable you for the task. I know sometimes you feel you're not up to do it. I know you feel like you're not qualified. You feel like you haven't been prepared. But if God calls you, he will prepare you. He will give you everything that you need to do what he's called you to do. That's why the scripture said, I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. But then, not only do I see the promptness, the power, but I see the publicness. He went before them. He went forth before them. This man was not a secret disciple. His life, his new life, was lived out before the crowd. He went before them. The question is, why did he take his bed? I wondered, I, I, I scratched my head on that one, Sister Zachary. Why would God tell him, take his bed? And as I use my sanctified imagination, I believe God made him take his bed as a reminder. He had to take his bed with him so God could remind him where he brought him from. And sometimes God makes us take some stuff with us to remind us that we hadn't been saved all of our lives. And God has to remind us of some beds that we used to be in. And God allows us to know that there are some things that we couldn't get out of ourselves. But all thanks be to God that God can get us up out of the bed, make us roll up the bed, and take the bed with us because if we wouldn't take the bed, we would forget where God has brought us from. Are y'all praying with me? But then I see the proof. It was a precept, but that was a proof. As we hurry on, beloved, the proof in the current, he says, but that you may know the Son of Man have power on earth to forgive sin. He told the sick of the palsy, arise, take up your bed, go thy way. Immediately he rose, took up his bed, and went before them all. The proof was that the man was healed. It was obviously irrefutable proof, for it was done right before their eyes. But the critics still wouldn't believe. And now some people, it doesn't matter. Even if they can put their hand in his hand, they still won't believe. The best evidence is often ignored by hearts hardened in unbelief. Evidence always shames unbelief, but it does not always stop unbelief. You know, sometimes you can see stuff and you can see that it's true. And people still don't want to believe it. People still don't want to believe that there's problems in America. Oh, no. We, I mean, it's just great here. I mean, there's no problem. I mean, everybody's treated equally. I mean, you see what's going on. No, ain't no, no issues. And there's proof. But people will turn a blind eye to stuff that they don't want to deal with. Are y'all praying with me? You can see when people are being treated unjustly, unrighteously, unfairly, and people will still say, no, I know, I don't see that. I don't see it like you see it. I mean, it's right there, it's plain, it's black and white. Uh, no, no, I didn't see that. 
What, what do you mean he, his back was turned, shot him seven times? You didn't see it? No, no. Must have been something else. My brothers and sisters, and uh, in this text right here, even though the man rose up, he was laying on a bed. He was, he, was, he was sick. He had been in that condition for a long time. Jesus told him, get up, take up your bed, and walk. Those Pharisees, those scribes that wanted to discredit Jesus still didn't want to believe. They wanted to find an ought against him. But he had proof. Well, let me get uh, some of my shouting folks. I can even hear you through the television screen and I can see the comments rolling in right now. Go ahead on, get your praise on. Because there's not only a precept, there's not only the proof, but there's the praise about the curing. I need about three people that's going to praise him about the curing. Look what happens. It says, uh, in verse 12, it says, and immediately he arose, took up his bed, went forth before them all, in so much that they were all amazed. And what? Glorify. That word glorified means to praise God, saying we never saw it on this fashion. While the religious leaders fume and criticize, others were amazed and spoke praise for God. God was honored by this miracle. When Christ is at work, God will indeed be glorified. And that's what I like about being around the saints of God. Because even though there might be some who pout and pine, and whine and complain. God will always put me in the midst of a few folk that just wake up in the morning with a shout. That just said, I'm just happy to be alive. I'm just glad that God counted me in again one more time. And I, I just woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. And I got a reason to praise him. I, I realize that I don't deserve it, but I'm just glad to be here. He allowed me to make it into that door of the church one more time. He always put me in the presence of a few folk that got a little shout in their heart. I mean, they realize it ain't all well in my home, but, but God's been good to me. I like when I'm around folk like that because it get infectious. And the Bible teaches me that dry wood catch on fire. So when I see a little fire burning, I, I try to get close to it so I can get on fire with them because I don't want my fire to go out. Is, is there any fire up in this place? Is there any fire out there on YouTube? Any fire out there on Facebook that'll help me burn a little bit more? And I, I want that fire like, uh, like Moses saw the fire that won't be consumed. I, I need to be the bush that's burning bright that somebody's going to take a look and see what is that sight over there? And, and somebody will say it just had to be God well it's time to close this thing out it just had to be God it thrills me when God does strange and unusual things which have no human explanation things that defy mankind's comprehension 
things that are far beyond our natural ability, things that cause individuals to respond by saying, it just had to be God. Come on, y'all help me preach this thing as we go on and enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. It just had to be God. Can I run something down for y'all? Let's get our praise on uh, Isabel. It just had to be God that, that designed the universe and all of his wonders. Uh, it just had to be God that positioned the stars in the place. Uh, it just had to be God that ignited the flames of the sun. Uh, it just had to be God that established the earth with the land and the sea. Uh, it just had to be God uh, that put oxygen in the air that we breathe. And it just had to be God that tossed the fish to swim and the birds to sing. It just had to be God that created our first parents, Adam and Eve. It just had to be God. I said, my brothers and sisters, it had to be God that brought the plagues on Egypt and Pharaoh. It had to be God that divided the Red Sea for Moses. It had to be God that shook down the walls of Jericho for Joshua. It had to be God that defeated the Midianites for Gideon. It had to be God that conquered Goliath for David. And it had to be God that sent fire down on Mount Carmel for Elijah. It had to be God that caused the axe head to float for Elijah. Try as they may, many theories fall short of explaining these momentous events. Yes, I say it had to be God and I believe as I take my seat it had to be God who helped Noah survive the universal flood. It had to be God who helped Joseph survive the Egyptian prison. It had to be God that helped Daniel survive in the lion's den. It had to be God who helped the three Hebrew boys survive the fiery furnace because the Bible says didn't we put three down there but I see the fourth man is there anybody know the fourth man he looks like the son of God do you know the fourth man it must be God it had to be God who helped Jeremiah survive the miry pit it had to be God that helped Paul survive the snake bite. It had to be God who helped John on the Isle of Patmos. It had to be God who caused the fish to spew out Jonah. It had to be God that caused the bush to burn for Moses. It had to be God. Oh, shucks. It had to be God to cause the bread and the fish to multiply for the multitude. It had to be God that caused the meal and barrels to never run dry for a widow. It had to be God who caused a small pot of oil to fill many vessels. It had to be God to turn water into wine. Is there anybody? in here that know it had to be God who caused the grave to 
to surrender Lazarus it had to be God and when we read our Bibles that the eyes of the blind were open the ears of the deaf were unstopped the arms of the paralytics were strengthened the tongues of the dumb were loose the legs of the lame were straightened the burdens of the weary were lifted when the hearts of the sad were comforted we realize it just had to be God and if for some reason God had chose not to do it himself it would have never happened well I feel my help coming on because some people don't read the Bible but they know it had to be God so let me come down your row I got my scanner on beep 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 I got you right there how many times in our lives we had to admit it had to be God who helped us pay our bills who opened the door opportunity who saw us through long dark nights who provided us with wisdom for the situation it had to be God who enabled us to be patient through our trials it had to be God who transformed tragedy into triumph it had to be God who gave me peace in the midst of the storm it had to be God if it had not been for God we wouldn't have had no food to eat no vehicle to drive no house to live in no shoes to wear no help to enjoy no reason to sing and no will to survive it had I said it had it had it had it had to be God no matter if one wants to admit it or not it just had to be God I wish I had a witness in here I wish I had somebody that will raise their hand and say pastor I can testify that it had to be God that helped us fulfill our responsibilities on our commitment raise our children retain our sanity go through our difficulties overcome our bad habits win our victories had it not been for God it had never been accomplished it had to be God or I would have lost my rabbit mind it had to be God no doubt about it I don't care what the world may say what my family may say what the doctors may say what my neighbors may say what philosophers may say what the specialists may say or even what theologians may say there are times that I know turn to your neighbor and say neighbor I know I know it just had to be God or it never would have happened I want you to give God a praise in here and we're going home we're getting ready to hit the landing strip because it just had to be God how do you know because I believe for every bill that was paid every problem that was solved every burden that was
was lifted, every prayer that was answered, every breath that was breathed, every need that was met, every hurt that was healed, every joy that was received, every marriage that was mended, every door that was given or opened, every sin that was forgiven, every temptation that was overcome, and every victory that was won. But this is the one get ready to shout this is the one that I believe it just had to be God for every blessing I say for every blessing that I enjoyed it had tell your neighbor it had I can't explain it I don't deserve it I didn't do nothing for it so it just had it had to be God therefore I must admit that I'm so glad that he called my name and gave it to me and he made it all possible just like the man laying on a bed didn't know that that day would be the day that the Lord would make it possible you miss your shout cue you didn't know when you woke up this morning that the Lord would give you this message and the reason why you're hearing it because it just had to be God some of you gotta make a big decision some of you got something big on your plate but God told me to tell you today just turn it over and give it to him because he's already I said he's already worked it out because it just had to be God I'm through with y'all today and I realized I was in a bed for 20 years didn't know how to get out of it because I was stuck I said I was stuck but the Lord had already figured it out what are you talking about preacher I didn't know what life would be like after the military so I did everything that I could to say I can't get out this all I know been in here since 17 and now I gotta get out but God said arise take up your bed and walk y'all missed it he said arise take up your bed and walk what are you saying preacher he's saying don't forget about the military that's a part of your life but the thing that's been holding you I want you to hold it now y'all missing the text he said all the while you've been allowing them to hold you but now I want you to hold them in other words I need you to do what I call you to do and you gotta cut the tie it's time for you to get out because 
because I got something better on the outside. Some of you been tied down to stuff that God said you got to cut off because there's something better on the other side. And you've been looking and you've been waiting, but it's been holding you. And God said, arise, take up your bed and walk. Is there any walkers in the house today? Is there any walkers in the house today? And you can testify, it just had to be God. Say yes, yes, yes. Oh. 